0: today we will be dealing with procrastination once and for all by getting to the root causes because as soon as we start to acknowledge it it loses the power to control us so as you can see by this beautiful mind map there are three parts of our brain that we are going to discuss today but don't worry i promise it's going to be fun it's not all scientific jargon
1: welcome to the christian ceo podcast I'm Katie Butler, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it.
0: So as you can see, we will be looking at the prefrontal cortex, the amygdala, and the temporal. And we're going to look at how these areas of the brain influence different types of procrastination that we face, so that we know what we can then do to rewire our brains to prevent, or at least reduce, the amount of times we procrastinate. So that by the end of this video, you will have the ammunition to renew your mind to beat procrastination, as the Bible tells us in Romans 12 2. Obviously, this is a topic that affects all of us, but this has also been an interest of mine for quite some time, because as a university student who minors in psychology, I've been learning about the development of our brains and the things that influence them, and therefore also learning what's then preventing ourselves from getting things done. As an entrepreneur and university student who has ADHD, I know all too well that overwhelming feeling of judging way too many things at once, and also procrastinating to the last minute to get things done. Not exactly the best feeling, am I right? <laughs> Which is why I'm so excited to share with you a bit about what I've learned and some of the techniques and the strategies that we can use to rewire our brains to reduce the amount of times that we procrastinate. Now, I wanna start by looking at the origins and root causes of procrastination because if we don't understand how it works, how can we trust that the strategies that we wanna implement Or execute will actually work for us. So, procrastination, just like a lot of other English words, has its root in Latin, with the first part pro, meaning forward, and the latter half cristanius, meaning belonging to tomorrow. Essentially, moving tasks to tomorrow. Nothing we don't already know, am I right? Now, let's dive into the more scientific part of procrastination
1: and the many types of it. Are you a Christ Center female founder looking for a transformative 2024? Join us at our exclusive workshop where faith meets strategy and purpose meets action. Let's discover together how to align your unique in season assignments with your five God given senses, not just so called smart goals, okay? Embrace your environment and cultivate the new habits that bridge the gap between where you are now to where you want to be. And that's the plan you year with such a joy, purpose, and a community that supports your Christ-centered journey. Here's the thing, spaces are limited, so reserve your spot today and step into your most vibrant, aligned 2024
0: by kicking off with temporal discounting, which you can think of as immediate demands versus long-term goals. So, temporal discounting is a psychological phenomenon where individuals tend to devalue future rewards compared to immediate rewards. Now, in normal English, it would look like the following. As the awesome moment that we are managing between work and home, We often grapple with the tension between immediate demands, like responding to emails or household chores, and long-term goals. Think career advancement, personal growth plans. So in the context of procrastination, this means that you're more likely to procrastinate on your long-term goals as they seem too big and too far away to accomplish in the face of the things that need to get done in the here and now. So choosing all those emails over developing a long-term personal development plan. So by recognizing what temporal discounting is, helps us understand why the brain may prioritize short-term comfort over long-term goals. Now, overcoming this type of procrastination involves finding ways to make the long-term goal more rewarding and something worthy to achieve in our brains. You could do this by either creating milestones on the way to your goals and rewarding yourself for reaching each of those milestones. Now, this could be anything from a short break, a favorite snack, or something that brings you joy. By making the future rewards more tangible and immediate, you can align your brain's preference for short-term comfort with the accomplishment of those long-term goals. Now, another way to overcome this type of procrastination is through visualization. You could do this by setting aside time each day to vividly imagine the successful outcome of completing your long-term projects. You could visualize the growth of your business, receiving positive client feedback, or the personal fulfillment of achieving those goals. Because by making those future rewards more real, more possible in your mind, you can then start to trigger positive emotions when thinking about those long-term goals, making them feel more immediate and rewarding. Procrastination is also heavily linked to your emotions, which are controlled by your limbic system. Now the limbic system, particularly the amygdala in your brain, as you see in this picture here, is responsible for processing emotions and motivation. As you have probably experienced for yourself, procrastination is often linked to emotional factors such as fear of failure, anxiety, or boredom, which can activate this limbic system and influence your decision-making. This means that emotions related to family, coupled with the demands of a professional career or you're running your own business, can sometimes lead to avoidance behaviors or putting off tasks contributing to procrastination. Now, one of the best ways to beat this type of procrastination is to manage those emotional responses and foster a positive emotional environment around tasks, which can then help reduce those emotional barriers that contribute to procrastination. Now, while we cannot control all our emotions, we are human after all, we can set ourselves up for success. One of the things we can do to reduce our emotional barriers is through self-awareness. Now, when you're faced with a seemingly impossible task, take a moment to pause and ask yourself, what emotions am I currently feeling? Think about what exactly about this project or task is stressing you out and triggering you into this state of stress or overwhelm. Because by being aware of our emotional triggers, we can then acknowledge and then work through them, allowing our brains to fully process what we feel, as a lot of the stress that we put on ourselves comes from not letting us process our emotions. Now, another way we could set ourselves up for success is by creating a positive emotional environment for ourselves. What does that look like? For some, incorporating deep breathing exercises before starting a challenging task can be relaxing. For myself, I enjoy lighting candles and putting on my mainly upbeat working music playlist as I review my schedule for the day before diving into tasks. Now, these seemingly little things have actually a big impact on how we set our intentions for the day. However, another reason why we procrastinate comes from prefrontal cortex overwhelm. Now, this is the part of our brain which is involved in decision-making impulse control, and goal setting, which means that we can become overwhelmed when faced with complex or challenging tasks, which leads to us procrastinate just starting doing it. A lot of times, once we actually get started working on that task, we find that it's not that bad and actually may be enjoyable, but we have such a hard time initiating that task. At the moment, I'm currently staring down at my bachelor's thesis. I mean, I know that by the end of next year, I need to hand it in, and I have an area that I would like to research and write about, but I haven't made that much progress in determining my niche for it. Why? Because the deadline seems so far away, and it's such a huge task. I mean, imagine how much I have to write about it. So one effective strategy that I could use to overcome this and calm down the overwhelming feeling coming from my prefrontal cortex would be to utilize implementation intentions. This is a psychological technique that involves planning when and where you will complete a specific task, because this helps bridge the gap between intention and action, making it more likely that you'll follow through. Because when we break down tasks into smaller, more manageable steps and come up with clear deadlines to achieve those steps by, we help reduce the cognitive load on the prefrontal cortex, making it easier to initiate and complete those tasks. Now, for many of you who also have ADHD like myself, I find having an accountability buddy also helps to make sure that I start to initiate those tasks. So that could be just having a friend on a Zoom call with me and we're both working or studying, but just having someone there or letting someone else know about what you plan to do, just encourages you to take that extra step and take your intention into action. Personally, I also like to use the Eisenhower matrix to help me juggle all of my tasks and determine what to prioritize first while keeping an eye on my long-term goals. I actually have another podcast episode about this, which I'll link in the show note below. However, as you can tell, there are a lot of reasons why we procrastinate, and I hope this episode has been helpful and shed some light on why we do so. But at the same time, has also given you some strategies about how to rewire your brain to overcome procrastination. As you start to implement these strategies and make those habits into your routine, Don't forget to give yourself grace. At the end of the day, even the most organized day can quickly change with unexpected things popping up. So don't be afraid to be flexible. And as we wrap up, remember that the journey towards completing tasks is not just about tackling those tasks head on. It's about understanding the science behind procrastination and implementing strategies that align with our brain's natural tendencies. At the end of the day, you need to find what works best for you. Speaking of what works best for you, I'd love to hear your thoughts about these strategies and what do you currently use to overcome procrastination on a daily basis. Comment them below and thank you so much for being part of our 12-day Inner Clarity podcast series. If you found value in today's episode, share it with another friend or a fellow entrepreneur who could also maybe resonate with our message. Until next time, remember, you've got this.